we don't need to be so hard on ourselves and we need to, you know, be able to start small each and every day. Grieving, uh, it's like, it's like this heavy weight placed upon you. And most of us, at least I know I am, I wasn't used to lifting that kind of darkness and depression and sadness and just anxiety and even touches of like PTSD because of some of the things that I saw or went through, you know? Um, so I just wasn't used to that lift and it's so heavy. Welcome to a new day. I'd like to thank you for joining us at the Bereaved Parents Club, where we focus on conversations involving real people real stories, and real healing. May the message of this day be a lamp upon your feet in your journey. One of the books I'm reading right now is Michelle Obama's The Light We Carry. And if you've ever heard one of my podcasts before, you know I always, I'm really big on this thing that each one of us have value. You know, we lost someone near and dear to us, but because we're still here, that means we still have a flame from within. We still have a light that's burning to be able to fulfill some purpose here on this earth. So that book resonates with me a lot in that capacity to just continue to push forward towards the purpose of my life. In her book, there's a chapter that she talks about small. And I think one of the lines, forgive me because I'm not going to quote it exactly. One of the lines says, um, place the small alongside the big. But it just reminded me of something um, dealing with grief, right? With, you know, the other week I talked about how we ask these questions like, will the pain end? Uh, will I ever be happy again? So it's like we're wanting to get back to that bigger picture idea again. And I was telling you that healing is a journey. It's not just this ping destination that you can jump or leap to. You have to grow through your process of grieving. And honestly, I don't know that we reach 100% holistic healing. Um, I think with time, we get better. Uh, with time, things get easier. But I think that there's always there, there's always that wound as a reminder of the particular loss. And I say that as I sit in year eight plus um, after having lost my daughter to suicide. So um, here's the thing. This is what she made me think about, you know, that we don't need to be so hard on ourselves and we need to, you know, be able to start small each and every day. Grieving, uh, it's like it's like this heavy weight placed upon you and most of us at least I know I am I wasn't used to lifting that kind of darkness and depression and sadness and just anxiety and even touches of like PTSD because of some of the things that I saw or went through you know um, so I just wasn't used to that lift and it's so heavy 
And it makes me think about, you know, I like to exercise. I, I really love uh, weightlifting. I really love running. But even with both of those particular things, I never ended out where I started. And I had to start incrementally. Like, let's say, for instance, with running. I had to start with maybe I would run uh, a little while, walk a little while, run a little while, walk a little while, run a little while, walk a little while. Then it started being where I could run the whole mile. And then it started being, well, let's take this a little further. I can run a mile and a half and so on and so forth. And the same thing with lifting. I couldn't go in there and just be like, hey, let me lift a hundred pounds. Um, you know, most of the times I had to start with the bar. I had to just start at the bar. And I'm asking you each and every day, start at your bar, whatever that is for you, whatever your starting point is for you, let that be okay. And think smaller, not bigger. Don't let the big ideas of your day overwhelm you. Take things in chunks, in pieces as you begin to navigate. And I guarantee you, you are going to move forward to the grander, the more larger tasks that you have for your particular day. You just have to start small and then you have to prioritize. You know, what really, really, really needs to be done? What can I do? And put those things first and just walk yourself through them, all right? I've spoke to you before and told you that prior to my daughter's death, I just felt like a superwoman. Like I felt like I could do anything. I could multitask and just take care of all sorts of things, right? And now I that was my kryptonite. No longer can I act or react in the manner that I did before. And I think you know, in a way, I know you guys may, some of you who are fresher in your healing process may not get this, but in a way, it's a blessing. Some of the things that I'm getting out of my healing journey to just slow down. You know, I wasn't living, I wasn't enjoying moments or life because it was always the next, the next, the next, the next, right? But now I'm able to more so digest my life and think about things and then move forward. And it's not that I didn't do some of that before, but I'm really putting myself into my present moments, the things that are required of me. I'm really putting the stamp of Tisha on it. And so, again, like I said, figure out your starting point, your starting bar. Prioritize what you can do. Take everything in small chunks, and I guarantee it will come together. Now, there's this other analogy that I like to tell you about because um, I just love analogies, right? Uh, we went on a cruise not long ago. Um, and I'll say, you know, that's one of the things that we started doing differently during Christmas. We just found we were 
a little more uplifted to do something different. So we like to do the holiday cruise. Um, it keeps us occupied, um, just cheerful with all of the different activities and things. Yeah, there are moments where I might see someone with their kids or, you know, things like that. But most of the time I'm able to smile when I see the kid, you know, and think about uh, my daughter, right? So when I'm on a cruise, I have to pack my jewelry in like little baggies. And so this particular necklace, I was in a hurry one night and I guess I just threw it any kind of way. So when I came home, oh my goodness, <laughs> this thing was like in so many knots. I, I mean, like it was like terrible. I, to the point, have you ever been like, this has is so tangled. I just want to throw it out and start over. That's how this necklace was. And then I remember you can just start with the little part, you know, here and there start with the little piece. You know, even if I need a little toothpick to stick in there to kind of help me out, something a little thin and pointy to help me out. So you start small. You don't start at that bigger knot. You go into the inner workings of what's going on. And then you begin to pick it apart. And as you can see, voila, my necklace is usable again. When I lost my daughter, I felt all tangled inside. I didn't know what I was going to do, how I was going to move forward as a wife, as a mother, as a person who really was a, really about climbing the career ladder for education. I just didn't have any answers at all. I was thrust in the midst of this whole process of grieving and having lost my daughter. Never had done it, hadn't read a book on it, anything. I just felt like I was in a ball of knots. But as time went on, I took it piece by piece and I began to untangle my feelings, my thoughts, the things that I needed to do, my way forward. And I too believe that you can do that. Now, I won't take the credit that I figured out how to untangle those things on my own. Sometimes it took me going to a counselor. Sometimes it took talking to a near and dear friend. A lot of times it took me writing. And even now, I'm untangling myself as I speak to you. So friends, until we speak on next week, I would encourage you, set your own bar, start small, prioritize, and you will be able to untangle all of that hurt, all of that grief, everything that you're going to in time. Until then, be present in your healing and keep the faith. Mm-hmm.